Hey everyone, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we have two more episodes left in the book of Ephesians. And what we looked at uh, last time was stand. Basically stand in the power of God's might. We don't have the power, we don't have the strength on our own, but the Lord has the power that we tap into and he gives us the tools to use in order to combat spiritual warfare. And that's really what he lays out here. And this is very familiar to many people, but... I just want to read it and give a few points about it. It's Ephesians uh, chapter 6, verses 14 to 20, which says, Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Amazing. This list is just, we can break it down and do a teaching on each one, but... Truth is so important, so critical. It is the blueprint in which that we're able to live. We're founded upon the truth. That's why in Proverbs, God hates lies so much. Those who lie are never spoken well of. Those who bear false witness, the opposite of truth. So we need to have the belt of truth on. Truth protects us. It keeps us safe. It helps us to be aware of what's going on around us. It, it helps us to see the genuine for the counterfeit. And he says the breastplate of righteousness, right? We're righteous because of Christ. We're, our righteousness are like filthy rags, right? The Bible is clear on that. Uh, but we are right before Christ, not because of what we did, not because of works we tried really hard to accomplish, not because of striving every day, but because of Christ, because of Him. Breastplate of righteousness. We can stand right before God through Christ, because of Christ. And the shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness, given the gospel of peace. And so everywhere we go, <coughs> excuse me, we are called to be peacemakers, right? Not troublemakers, peacemakers. And because we have the peace from Christ within us. So no matter what circumstances go on externally, we have that peace within. That's what helps us to carry to get to be carried through, to get through every circumstance, but also helps us to have settled hearts through unsettling situations, right? He says in all circumstances take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Definitely, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God has given us that faith with, which acts as a shield to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. When our faith is proactive and activated, he has no chance. We can extinguish those darts. We take the helmet of salvation. We're saved. We heard... The gospel through our ears to our brains down to our heart it affected who we are we're saved and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God so powerful Jesus used God's word as a weapon and so can we not to Bible bash people but to combat the enemy's lies we have the truth before us all the time we have it on our phone we take it everywhere with us the word of God the word is a weapon that keeps us safe, that helps us with temptation, 
again, that carries us through. That's why God has given us the truth. And he says, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. Pray always, Paul said, right? Don't cease to pray. That doesn't mean quit your job and just pray and forget everything else. Don't even sleep. No. Have an attitude of prayer. Be quick to pray. Have that be your first line of defense, not your last priority. Prayer is powerful. Prayer brings protection. I mean, there's a whole list of what prayer does, but that God's given us prayer to seek Him, to call out for help, and He helps. He answers. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So pray for one another. That's why we're here too. We're here for God, but we're here for one another. And also for me, Paul says, that words may be given to me and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. So he's saying, pray for me for boldness. It sounds kind of weird coming from Paul the Apostle, which just seemed naturally, innately bold anyway. But he wasn't, or he wouldn't have asked for prayer. You know, there were times in the book of Acts where the Lord comforted Paul, said, do not be afraid. I have people in this city. Paul had fear. So he said, pray that I would have boldness to preach the gospel. And this is the mystery of the gospel. And I love this because I was just reading. I literally have this book in front of me right now. I'm at the church office, but it's called uh, Christ Indwelling and Enthroned by Oswald Sanders. It's a book I, I kind of like read a little bit when I finish studying. And let me just read you this uh, short portion right here. When Paul said mystery, he meant a sacred secret, long kept hidden, and while so hidden, absolutely impenetrable to man who could learn it only by divine revelation. Sanders says heathen mysteries could be known only by a favored few, but uh, in the scripture he's talking about, Paul says these mysteries are open to every man in Christ and not for a spiritual aristocracy only. Wow. So the gospel can be revealed, is revealed, is open Not for a select few, for everyone who would hear it, who is willing to hear, who has an ear to hear. So he said, give me boldness to preach this gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. He's a representative of Christ, representative of the gospel. He's a representative of what the church is. He says that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. He's essentially like, "I, I need to be bold. Like, this is what I'm called to do. And you know, you gen- we generalize this and we can because we're all called to do that. We're all called to be bold. Even if you have a personality that's antisocial and sort of timid, God, by His Holy Spirit, can make you courageous enough to share a sentence with someone that is a sentence of truth, and then God will do what He'll do with it. He can make the most timid person bold. Doesn't mean you're going to be bold every day, all the time, nonstop, but... He'll make you bold as you seek Him and ask Him and pray for Him. And as you, as you ask others, Lord, uh, you know, ask other Christians, like, you know, pray for me that I would be courageous, that I'd be bold, that I wouldn't back down, that I'd be able to proclaim the truth in love. Because that's a huge reason why we're here, <laughs> right? So, man, what an amazing uh, portion of Scripture. We have the armor of God, um, 
We have the fact that it's okay to pray, you know, ask for prayer for yourself. Um, I think it's more false humility to be like, oh, don't pray for me. Pray for people that need it more. You need it too. I need it too. We all need prayer. And I get it. It's a humbling thing to be like, yeah, I'm, I need prayer because I'm struggling with this or with that or whatever, whatever the case is, but we all need it. Let's not act like, oh, everyone else needs prayer. I'm, I'm fine. Mm, no. We're to be transparent with one another as a body of Christ, right? It's one of the ways in which we are able to combat and be protected against the enemy. So, amazing tools here, amazing scripture, amazing truth. And I hope you guys have an awesome uh, day. Praying for you guys, like always. And we'll talk to you soon.